Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. I'm Michelle Martin. Good Thursday morning to you. It is the 18th day of February. Asia-Pacific stocks are trading flat this morning following a mixed performance on Wall Street overnight. Tokyo is up 0.2%. Sydney hovering near the flat line and Seoul trending lower. Investors will have their eyes on China's markets today as they reopen for the first time following the Lunar New Year break. They'll also be watching temperatures over in the US where a cold freeze is impacting oil production. For more about that and all the latest market action, I speak now with Ryan Wang. Did I hear you talking about big fish this morning? (laughs) That is in the papers. A big fish, at least carcass, was found near a riverbed or riverside. So look out for that in the papers if you have some time to pick it up. Oh, poor fish. All right, I'll look out for that particular story. Now, Ryan, we're going to start this morning in Texas Permian Basin, where temperatures are unusually frigid. It's currently about minus 6 degrees in Midland, Texas. The Permian Basin is at the heart of the U.S. oil industry, and the freezing coal is affecting production. Output down by more than 4 million barrels a day. What's the latest? Yeah, so this has been brewing for the past few days. A bit of a power outage in Texas and many parts in the south of the U.S. So what's going on is freezing temperatures is making it impossible to just go about business, producing oil and to some extent as well, creating electricity. Because right now, the electric plants in the Texas State are run with LNG and the gas pipelines are frozen. You can't turn the knobs, you can't press the buttons, so the infrastructure is frozen and that is causing a bit of a supply, uh, I guess, uh, shock right now with the spike in demand, with people just wanting heaters to be on and that is causing huge problems. So, The big picture here is oil production is down, like you mentioned, 4 million barrels. That is around 40% of the U.S. production a day. So that has sent markets scrambling to cover for U.S. shortfall with brand crude. And to to look at the prices right now, they are up by over 2% right now. And brand crude is now trading above $65 per barrel. Mm. And you have... WTI prices just crossing $62 per barrel. So both of them pushing one-year highs at the moment. And it's quite an interesting story if you look into the details of why this is happening. The power grid uh, industry had a sign that this was happening, but they didn't care to invest in future-proofing for a disaster. Wow. The drop in supply was initially slow to impact oil prices, but they are on the rise now. As you heard, a barrel of Brent closing in on 65 US dollars a barrel. WTI trading cl- uh, past 62 US dollars, you said, right? Mm. So both up about 6% over the past week. Now, Ryan, here at home, investors and market analysts continue to assess the impact of the government's 2021 budget. Now, we know that the aviation sector will receive even more wage support than initially revealed. The Ministry of Transport has announced an additional scheme to top up aviation wages. So what is the latest here? Okay, so more help for the aviation sector, at least in terms of details. So what they will get is the Aviation Workforce Retention Grant, and this will offer players in the sector 
an additional 20% of the first $400,600 in gross monthly wages in terms of support. So 20 plus the earlier 30% from the job support scheme will make it 50%. So a bit more support for at least the April to June period. So that is uh, an additional wind to the sail, so to speak, for the aviation sector. So this is all part of the $870 million one aviation support package. So we will get more details in the COS proceedings next week. So uh, more to talk about next week. More to come. In the meantime, Ryan, are we seeing any impact of this announcement on aviation stocks? Yeah, so the obvious ones to look at will be SIA. So SIA on budget day was actually up around 1.4% amid all the expected news to some extent that they will get some support. And then yesterday, they gave back some of those gains and it was down by around 0.2%. So if I take a quick look at what SIA is doing right now, it is in... Well, pretty much flat right now, $4.39. So no big reactions to the news as of this moment. There are a number of corporate items that I want to get through this morning. And as usual, we're going to do a game show style. Uh, our segment is called Up or Down, one of my favorites. I name an asset or something in the news. Ryan tells us whether he thinks it's moving up or down. Are you ready, Ryan? Let's go. <laughs> Verizon. Verizon. That is... Is an up for me because they were the targets of a well, so-called secret buy by Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway. And its prices, its stock price was up overnight. And I'm looking at a stock price now. And it is, I believe, a quick look at my stock price It's up table. more than 5% More than 5%, yeah, yeah. So pretty good. 5.4%. Mm. Yeah, I'd say up for Verizon as well because of Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway buys. Uh, apparently, he bought Verizon shares late last year. Next up, Baidu. Baidu in the news because of its earnings and they beat expectations because of a rise in advertising. Mm. And this on its core search and video streaming platforms. And this is a reflection of also the economy recovering from a slump in previous quarters. So that is good news as more companies go into cloud services, AI, and autonomous car technology, which are all sectors that that Baidu is currently pushing for. The Chinese internet giant's fourth quarter numbers have beaten expectations and Baidu's share price has more than doubled over the past three months. So up from me as well. Next up, Ryan, Twilio. Twilio. So this is Mm. a cloud communications platform. And like you would expect, anything tech or cloud will be doing well in the current times and Twilio shares were up more than 10% because earnings better than expected for the fourth quarter. And we are talking about earnings $0.04 cents per share instead of an expected loss of $0.08 cents per share. So a rather good beat by most most measures. Surprising analysts, actually. Those are adjusted profits for Twi- Twilio, the cloud, uh, compu- cloud communication company. Next up, let's look at Amazon. Okay, I would say it's down for Amazon because... Really? It is in the news for... <laughs> A rather, well, bad behavior. Um, They have apparently given preferential treatment to a small group of sellers on its India platform. So they have been publicly misrepresenting its ties with the sellers. So essentially not being transparent with how they operate with some of their partners in India and favoring them to some extent. So that is not a good look for them. And that has caused a bit of backlash in India. And some of the Indian merchants are now calling the government to ban Amazon. So that is... 
what's going down in India for Amazon at least. All right. I would say up though, because Amazon has an air fleet that is on pace to double in size by June this year. Amazon makes 140 flights a day to help meet delivery demand. So this, you know, um, acceleration of its air fleet is seen as something that could push Amazon Air to a growth spurt. And it's said to perhaps eventually resemble an airline even. Well, I think India is at the bottom of the list for this one. <laughs> so Not taking off there. Up, up and away for Amazon. Next up, Australian news buffs. Okay, so if you use Facebook in Australia and you're trying to read the news, it is a... Frustrating day. <laughs> you won't be able to because <laughs> Facebook has banned Australian news sites. So if you're trying to get a, get into the pages of you know the global news websites, news brands, you won't be able to. And that is off the back of this long-running dispute. Should Facebook be paying these news organizations for news? Because they to a certain extent, indirectly benefit from the traffic going into these news websites from advertising, of course. So this is all part of the ongoing move by Australia to draft new laws requiring tech giants like Facebook and Google to pay them uh, these news websites. So that is the latest chapter in this long-running saga. Yeah, I'd say down as well because of that restriction of news sharing in Australia. Facebook fighting that proposed law that would require it to pay publishers when their articles are posted by users. Now, Ryan, let's say you owed me 10000 and we agreed you would pay me 100 a month until the whole amount was paid off. And then one evening, you keyed in a couple of extra zeros and you sent me the entire outstanding amount. Now, you didn't mean to. It was a mistake, kind of like paying off your credit card in full instead of the minimum balance, which you should always do, by the way. Um, so should I be able to keep the full amount you sent me or could you demand that I refund the transfer and we resume our original $100 amount plan? What do you think? Well, owe money, pay money, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was money that you owed me, but you just, you know, paid it paid off it in full. Yeah. What, yeah. Do you think? what do you think? Well, if you owe me the money, hey, giving back the money anytime. So you, uh, you would I would take feel- it earlier. You, you'd, you'd expect me to keep it then? You wouldn't expect to fight for your right to get it back? Well, that will come down to the contract that we had, right? Or the agreement at mm-hmm. least mm-hmm. when I was expecting you to pay me back. If it was, you know, if money? you were dragging your feet over it for <laughs> a long time, I would say, hey, I'm not going to give you any chances to just keep dragging your feet. I'll take it now. All right, so that uh, little case study there, uh, representative of an era of nearly one billion US dollars by Citibank, and you can bet it's going to appeal the judge's decision. Investors, by the way, don't seem too bothered by the news. Citibank finished up one percent overnight. Ha! Ah, let's check in on local stocks now. The STI fell half a percent yesterday to twenty nine twenty. So, how is the blue chip index doing this morning? Okay, so if you look across the region, it has been rather muted and this is off a mixed bag of data or trading session overnight on Wall Street. We had a Dow up by the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq were down. So that has not given very strong leads to the morning action in Asia. So we are looking at the STI right now down by 0.3%, so extending yesterday's losses. And this is, well, pretty much looking at some of the familiar names or the big names in the red. DBS is down by 0.3%. And the one to watch out for today, Mm. Singtel is down by 1.3%. And they are in the news for that major data breach. Uh, This is in the news. And what happened was a third-party file sharing 
system they used was hacked. And the details of former employees, including identification numbers, credit card numbers, credit card numbers, uh, mobile phone numbers, that all taken away. And there are reports that they've been put up for sale on the dark web. So mm. that is not a good look for Singtel, who is trying to get a digibank going. And well, it's going to be a tough one for them to to recover in terms of trust and reputation. Absolutely right. We'll keep a closer look on that story. And I'll tell you more about Citibank as well, committing one of the biggest blunders in banking history when it wired by mistake some $500 million accidentally uh, to Revlon's lenders. More on that story in just a bit. Stay with me. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.